This is Danny Marino from The Agonist. This is Amanda Kiernan from Into Eternity. This is Jeff Martin from Blasted to Static. This is Missy Avila from Your Chance to Die. Hey, this is Tim Ripper Owens, and you are listening to The Great Metal Debate. Metal Debate listeners, joining me this morning, two special guests. With me on the line, I have Ross the Boss and Sean Peck, both of Death Dealer. Good morning, guys. How is it on opposite ends of the coast? Yeah, it's good. Good from New York. It's uh, boiling hot record heat here in San Diego, where normally it's like a perfect uh, environment every day of the year, and then when anything gets out of whack, everyone in San Diego like freaks out. So it's freaking out on the West Coast, and everything's good on the East Coast. Yeah, we had yeah. we had hot summer, dry summer, but yesterday it was pouring rain, and uh, now it's cooled down a bit. So just a little. It's raining here in the great state of Kentucky, also. Well, listen, let's just get started with uh, Hollowed Ground. It's the second album from Death Dealer, guys. How exciting is it to get this out? You know, we've been actually sitting on this this material for a long time, so. It's good to finally have it finished, and um, the best part about being, you know, in the musical um, a- a area of artwork is you get to hear people's response. You know, I always say artists that paint a painting, they have like, oh, we're having the painting at the gallery, and all they got to, all they get to do is have people look by, walk by and look at it, and go, oh, that's amazing. But when the when music comes out, you get to see all this this reaction from the fans and the press and as an artist creating stuff, it's really satisfying to have people like really articulate how the music's hitting them, and it's just starting to flow in, and people are just like out of their minds about it. And it's since we've been sitting with this music for so long, you know, it's good to kind of get re-energized on it and hear how freaking uh, amped people are on it. Now, Ross, the same with you. You've you know you've been sitting on this a while. You've been playing with other projects, but this has to feel good to get it going. Yeah, I mean, uh, Death Dealer. This 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 record uh, is 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 really a piece of work, you know. Um, these songs, you know, the songs the songs are, you know, they stand. They just talk for themselves. I mean, there's just no doubt about it that this record is uh, is is fantastic. I mean, I just keep listening to it, and uh, it just never disappoints me. I mean, yeah. you know, it's uh, I'm really proud of it. I have to tell you, this band is amazing. A little birdie let me listen to it, and it's amazing. I'm not just out. This is, I love this saying, it's metal the way metal should be played, and that's the way I would describe it. I just love it. Now, what's the release date on that? October 2nd. October 2nd. And how many tracks do you have? 13. 13 13 titles on the the CD. Okay. Now, I noticed something about both you guys. Sean, we'll start with you. You sing in a lower register than I think I've ever heard you sing on this album, and it still sounds fantastic. I'm uh I got some like super super low stuff on uh when I got like life on the sea and the uh and the freaking skull and crossbones and some other stuff and I, I'm really proud of my uh super super uh low voice which reminds me of um oh my god what's that freaking country band 
My heart's on fire for Elvira. Oh, the Oak Ridge Boys. Oak Ridge, Oak Ridge Boys. Boys, yeah. yeah. I'm very proud so, of you. Um, I'm just as proud of, of my low notes as, like, than my excruciatingly, insanely high. Only sea mammal, mammals can hear them high notes. Yeah, I'm just going to have to say it that, that, like, on the first record, like a Warmaster, the low stuff, the lower mid to lower stuff wasn't as wasn't as obvious on the first record and, and you know it's like oh and it's like you know it was like, oh, that's, that's all he can do is scream screech in the high end I go believe me I said believe me and there's stuff on Warmaster that shows that but not like this this I think this is his best Sean's best uh, blend uh-huh. of of tones and and voices and um, it's just uh, I you know I'm, I'm in awe of Mr. Peck I gotta tell you yeah I, I think rightly so there's a lot of variety, you know, I always try and do that on all my stuff, is put just a bunch of different voices, but the songs really, um, that we all wrote, really lent themselves to, a, you know, a bunch of different vibes, and um, mm-hmm. yeah. it just, I think it just all of us writing as a group um, really came together and put together just some killer tracks, like, you, you've heard the record, I mean, there's just such a variety on here, and I think universally... Anyone that heard the first record, and, the, and I love the first record. I, I love yeah. that record. Um, I think universally people are going to think like, oh, my God, this thing's like light years beyond that first record. Well, well, you know what? It, people say it. I, I think it's the maturity of the band, you know, because yeah, yeah. when Warmaster was out, then we, we, we did the uh, uh, Metal All-Stars Arena Tour. Mm-hmm. We got to play a lot of shows in front of a lot of people, and the band really came together. It, it the, um, the chemistry was absolutely there with this lineup, and you know, it's, it's just a, I think it's just a natural evolution, maturation of the band, and it's continuing to do that. I mean, um, so I think the third record is probably even going to be better than this one, which is kind of hard to think about. So, uh, yeah. you know, oh my god, yeah, I mean, so we, come on, Ross, you can't be saying easy, buddy. Don't uh, I mean, let's lower okay. expectations. All right, I know. <laughs> I know. I, I don't think you have to lower expectations. This this record is amazing. It showcases a lot of different things. I think it went beyond War Master. Uh, you know, I mean, the new video showcases a lot of different stuff. You know, Break the Silence is the is the low register, <clears throat> and it also brings up the second thing I want to talk about. With what I noticed on this album, is Ross and Stu, you guys trading harmonies, playing harmonies together. The fills and the solos are just amazing. They're super fast. They're super technical. Just a lot of good. I mean, you guys work well together, obviously. Yeah, Stu and I do have a great, great partnership. You know, it's the it's the no ego thing. It's like it, whatever, whatever, whoever's best for the song does it. I mean, whoever needs whatever needs to be in that space at the time, whoever whoever needs to do it does it. You know, and yeah. you know, if, if the song doesn't need a, a solo, well, that's great. Like Seance, I mean, you know, there's no no one cares. You know about right. what. One does as long as the job gets done, you know. So that's that. That's why it's so great, you know. No one cares. It's just as long as it's the right thing is there. Well, it definitely is the right thing. I mean, it gets done on this album. Yeah. Um. I mean, the co- when the cover art came out, I was like, man, I I just buy that picture right there. The cover art is sick. <laughs> There's the backstory of the cover art is oh, freaking <laughs> like. We had a, a completely different cover done, and the label didn't like it. So we got another cover done, which we all liked. The label didn't like it. Yeah. So we're all sitting there in Sweden, where we literally have to have the artwork to the distributor 
by in like nine hours and yeah. <laughs> we got no cover and I'm like going, well I got this right here which the cover of this album was actually going to be a, a book cover for one of another book that I was releasing um, and that song is it, it's based on a song that's actually on the Denner Sherman EP and everyone just saw it and just and, and Stu when I showed him the book cover Stu just loved it like months ago he's like dude that's so killer and so I just I just took one for the team and gave my book cover to the uh, to Death Dealer and everybody and you know everyone just saw it and freaked out and all the you know once we released the, the cover artwork everyone's like oh that's so badass so I'm really happy that you know everything kind of happens for a reason it's just funny how things happen and right um, now this is on this iconic record we've got an iconic cover to go with it so it's just it's kind of a funny back rock and roll story and the whole thing. <laughs> Hey, well, that's great. You took one because it works out good. It's good. Now, I've, I've seen some pretty good reviews of this album uh, other than my own. I mean, you know, it's been well-received, it looks like. Yeah, so far. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's more. I'm sure there, there's a lot more coming. Um, you know, when I leaked the album to some of the insiders and friends, you know, I'm like, hey, man, you know, what do you think of this record? Because you never know what, pe you know, what people are going to say. And and they were just like, dude, oh my god, this is like, you know, so good and all this stuff. And then you're like, you know, you're like, come on, man, we're, free. you know, I want, I need like an honest opinion. And they're like, no, dude, really, like this is fun, you know, this is great. And um, now we're starting to see some real, you know, independent, uh, you know, third party reactions to it. And I just think, you know, Ross and I and the guys write songs coming from. The, you know, being a fan of metal itself, and like right. this is the kind of metal that I want to hear as a as a music fan, as a metal fan, and so that's how the writing process kind of happens. And that barometer, obviously, for Ross has served him well, and for me, served fun. I just a fan of this of this kind of metal, which you know, some call it power metal. You know, me and Ross say it's yeah. pretty much a metal of you know they're labeling label it speed metal and there's a lot of fun and stuff um i i just think fans of this style are just gonna you know have no choice but to just to rock their ass off and bang their heads they're yeah no choice no choice whatsoever now ross this guy this, this album it it is a throwback and yet it's not i mean i think that fans of this genre and i would call it just heavy metal that's what i'd call it are, have just been screaming and waiting for an album like this. I mean, would you agree that that fans are ready for music like this again? Yeah, I I, mean, I kind of think that there's, uh, you know, just for really good, you know, I think so. I think there's always a need for it. You know, I think, uh, you know, I'd like to think that. You know, and I hope so. <laughs> People, have, there's no doubt. Ex about I it. mean, I, I I agree completely. Uh, now, you guys did this with a new label. How is it working with the SMG guys? You know, SMG is like a throwback to the old school, to the old days. I mean, these guys actually take a hands-on approach to the band. You know, they they know it. You know, they know this business. They know it, the band need the band can't do everything by itself. They know they need to to step it up. They need to, to you know they need to you know finance things. They need to buy the you know they they got so they're giving us opportunity to be heard to be to be, you know, to properly put where we where, where we deserve, and you know, they're not going to stop. I mean, they're they're not taking no for an answer. These guys are old school guys. They they you know, but they're young, you know, and they get it. 
they get it. And they, they, they were on tour with us in Sweden, and they came to every show, and every festival, and they were right there. You know, they're hands-on, and they're, they're and we're just we're thanking our lucky stars for these guys. I mean, it's, it's, it's really great. It's a great match. There's a lot of energy. There's a lot of positive energy with this band right now. So, so I think it shows in the production and the promotion also. You guys just uh, wound up a tour last month from the middle of July into August. How'd the tour go? Um, yeah. I mean, um, I think it went uh, better than expected. I mean, you know, our first, like, headlining tour and, to, you know, the limited, kind of limited exposure we got on the first album. So I didn't know, you know, who was going to show up and... I mean, even on, like, midweek nights, we had, like, way more people in there than I thought we were going to have. Excellent. So it was, I thought it was really successful. I mean, the the show we did in um, Stockholm was, like, what, on a Wednesday night or something, Ross, or a Tuesday night? It was frickin' yeah, huge early, club, and it was packed. Early weekday, yeah. So, I mean, I was just like, I can't believe how many people are in this club. So. And they were, they, you know, the, the club people were telling us, like, oh, you know, I don't want to put any throw anybody under the bus, but they were, like, on... Well, you know, this band was in here last week on Tuesday, and there were 12 people here, so and some big names. So um, it, re it was really encouraging. I wanted to say one thing on the on the style of music and this, having this kind of album come back. You know, everyone, some of the people will say, well, you know, they're not reinventing the wheel or anything, and there's nothing necessarily new here, but it's, you know, it's still rocking, but... I think if you know if you're trying to reinvent the wheel in heavy metal, it's not going to be heavy metal, and it just loses the spirit and fire. You know, there's there's only so there's a lot of on this album. There are a lot of cool, you know, um, intelligent nuances and stuff. But if you go too, if you try and get too cute, man, it just loses the power and the and the feel for for the leather and steel. Absolutely, you no, no need to fix what's not broken. Excellent. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. In the end of the day, we do what we do, and uh, you know that's what it is. I mean, we are what you we are what you're listening to, and you know. Well, I, I mean, you guys represent what you represent, and you represent it well, and that's what I love about the band. Um, now, you guys play Belgium, Holland, Sweet Holland, Sweden, and Germany. Um, do you think Europe supports metal better than the U.S., or is that just because we haven't had that much metal out? in the U.S. that's uh, traditional heavy metal? I think it's, um, I mean, there's definitely a better infrastructure for metal in Europe just because every town has like a rock bar. You know, there's still a lot of, um, you know, pr you know, print magazines, uh, all the, all the festivals um, that there, but I think the United States is definitely, you know, coming up, especially in this genre. There's, like, a lot of new, um, you know, kind of true metal fests popping up all over the United States. And, the, like, the, the fest, like, the Ragnarok has now been sold out, like, three years in a row. And um, we're, I'm playing this one called the Throwback Metal Festival with Cage in Vegas next month. So I think it's, like, slowly... I always hate when people are like, oh, metal's coming back. Like, metal's never going away, ever. I mean, the, the, the seeds and the roots are, like, firmly planted, and there's lots of kids that are into it. And um, mm -hmm. I don't think it'll ever, it'll ever be kicked to the curb, like, in the Nirvana uh, days. But 
the United States is, is definitely, you know, slowly rising um, in that direction. And then, you know, a lot of the press, like the Rocklahomas and stuff. So I think it's, yeah, I mean, um, it's there. I mean, it's definitely there. It's, it's getting healthier. healthier. But it's a, we have a gigantic country, and, uh, you know, there's more media into heavy metal in Europe. It's more concentrated heavy metal fans in all these countries. And so, therefore, it's definitely more visible, right. you know. And as Sean said, there are clubs, there's the scene, there's a, there's a rock scene, there's a metal scene in every uh-huh. every town, there's a metal bar and stuff like that. I mean, we have them here. It's just that it's just too far apart. Everything's too spaced apart. And there's no, like like in the 80s, uh, uh, an MTV blasting it 24-7. Right, right. You, know, and, and, you know, in the 80s, it was the, it was the music of the people because it was being blasted on MTV every single day, nonstop rotation, all these bands. So... We, uh, on our tour, we had, like you saying how big it is, I mean, on our tour, we had, I can't tell you how many people, like, I remember one couple came to five shows, you know, that we played. I mean, I, they, I'm just like, oh, you guys are crazy, <laughs> you keep coming to every show. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, and, and, and we saw, like, a lot of people at two and three shows, so it's geographically easier for people to do that. Um but it's the America's getting good. I don't. I don't ever like saying like, "Oh, Europe's so much better than the United States for metal." Because there's there's a shit ton of metalheads here in the United States, and and I've played a lot of great metal shows in the U.S. I know Rock has too. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, if you go to like South uh-huh. America, I mean, it, 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 I mean, there are some there are some spots on this planet where heavy metal is insane, and it's breaking out like in Indonesia. And, and a lot of places, and it's, like, it's getting into metal. metal. Metal is just a, a language, and everybody, you don't have to speak it. Speak your local language, you can speak heavy metal. Right. And it's a really uniting form of music, and, you know, we meet, I, I, I get fan metal from fan mail from everywhere around the world, and it's just, people are just, you know, great. And, and you just gotta, you know, they know it's like the metal, it's just like the sign. It is, it's, it's great. and. You know, I think I think the United States slowly is picking up again. You know, it's it's, it's really it's it's great to see. It really well, is. Well, let's certainly hope so. Now you talk about metalheads and a great show. Let's let's turn to you guys. Uh, recently, uh, found out you're going to be on the Motorhead Motorboat uh, uh, cruise, uh, which is uh, September 28th through October the 2nd from Miami. Uh, what's that going to be like? Oh, it's going to suck. I think it's totally lame. It won't be any fun at all. It's not even going to yeah. be any fun. Yeah. That was the stupidest Ross? question I'll ask all day, I promise. <laughs> Ross, you want to be? Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, I, I, I figure it's just going to be four days of debauchery. <laughs> you know. But, no, I mean, there's a lot of great groups on there, a lot of great acts, and yeah. uh, we tend to... to you know, make a lot of friends, make a lot of new friends there, and uh-huh. turn a lot of dates, as we always do live, yeah. and have a great time when you meet, meet and greet a lot of folks. And uh, you know, it's just it's an honor to honor to be there. We, you know, especially for Motorhead. You know, I know Lemmy for a long, long time now, and he's a great guy, and yeah. I'm, I'm, we're all glad he's feeling better. Uh-huh. You know, hope that stays. You know, yeah. stays. You know, stays like that. And you know, we all love him, and. Uh, it's it's great, you know. Slayer and Anthrax, Anthrax are friends of mine. I produced the first uh, Anthrax single, and you know, there's a lot of old friends of mine. A lot of lot of kind of like punk edge metal bands there, and yeah. so it's going to be great. It's going to be it's a, it's a great mix of bands, and it should be a should be awesome for day. What what I what I like about it is there's really no bands on the whole 
lineup that are anything like us. So we're I think we're definitely going to stand out. Yeah, you know, we're going to bring the old school heavy metal uh, scream to the stage with those songs. And compared to you know how great you know and a Slayer and Suicidal and you know oh, yeah. all those bands, but there's there's really nothing on that entire lineup like us, and so I think that's going to be a real advantage to advantage to us. Yeah, I, I definitely think that that boat is going to be uh, rocking in more ways than one. And so, you know, I, I, that that would be the cruise of a lifetime right there. So, <laughs> congratulations on that, guys. Now, let me get Thanks. to what many listeners want to know: Is there going to be an American tour at some point for Death Dealer? Absolutely. Excellent. How about that? That's uh, that's the answer I was hoping for. We always get these messages on Facebook, like, come to Portland, come to Des Moines, you yeah. know, and you're like, God, I'd love to come to uh, yeah. Des Moines. So um, with this label, they're just so aggressive and they're just so convinced that, like, in order for the band to be successful, they have to tour. And so that's their whole that's their whole mentality. That's why they put us on this Motorhead cruise. They just they want to really break the band and they're doing everything they can. Um, I've been on so many labels and they're like, we put the album out and hey, let us know if you ever play any shows, you know. They don't help they don't help out with touring, they don't have any plans for that. And then I had one of the major uh metal labels, I won't mention any names, they're like, Oh, we uh, we can't sign you because we need we need people that are willing to sleep in the van. So yeah. the other the other model is like they want to put like you know, eighteen year old kids out in a station wagon and just give them no money and just have them starve on the road and sleep right. on the floor. And I'm, and I, I don't have, I'm a Viking just like Ross, man. I don't have any problem actually doing that, man. <laughs> we like performing so much, yeah. but, um, that's just the mindset of the, of the labels. They're like, if you're going to go out on the road, you're going to, you know, sacrifice five years of your life uh-huh. living like a homeless guy with a cardboard sign. Um, you know, we'll play guitar for gas money. And um, luckily, the you know, we're willing to, you know, we're working our asses off, and that's why the label likes us, because they know that we're just, like, completely busting our ass on Death Dealer every day. But it's good to have, like I said, this partner with SMG. We're there um, doing it in a realistic way, and we've got just a great team, and the sky's the limit. Now, let me just kind of uh, wrap up by saying this, that, I love the way that you guys never seem to take a break. I mean, metal and music is your life. You guys are true defenders of the faith, true kings of metal. And I know that I can speak for fans when I say I appreciate you bringing back metal the way metal should be played. Yeah, Ross. It's a, believe me, it's an honor. It's an honor to do it. I mean, we're doing what we love to do and, uh, you know, it's, it's nice to get to, it's nice to pe- people to to feel that and see what we're doing and to obviously support it you know yeah uh, we want it to be we want the band to be gigantic you know as big as we can get it and uh, which will you know make which will absolutely guarantee that we will be playing everywhere else you know yeah and good thing you know I think uh, good things are gonna find us good things come to good people and uh, we don't stop working we're a workaholic band. Mm-hmm. And um, you know we're just busy in music. All of us have you know obviously other projects, but I mean Death Dealer is the main project for us all. Sure. We just 
I don't know. I, I consider it an honor to play music. I have all my life, and this band is really it's it's it's, it's a chemical it's a chemical agent. <laughs> well, I, I I mean the devotion shows, and I think fans w- will and do very much appreciate it. Um, all right, well, guys, it makes it go ahead. It makes it easy because like the the guys that we have in the band. I mean, it's just like it's just like a laugh riot all the time. So it's like super. <laughs> super fun to be together and to play and be on the road and like there's never like a crossword or no one the, all the personalities in this band like no one ever really snaps or gets pissed off that's and great. that's hard to find man it's hard to get a, it's hard to get a group of guys where it's just like sure. you just love hanging out for that long a time and yeah and even with even when shit goes sideways we're just like laughing it off so that that really helps and then when we get on stage man it's just like it you just there's something about, you know, especially on this last tour, I really discovered so we were playing with a lot of good bands, you know, that played with us and the fe- some of the festivals and stuff. And I don't know, man, there's just something about when we when when we step up there, there's just some vibe that the crowd gets. I yeah. mean, just, be, you know, Ross's pedigree and, you know, Mike's been, you know, in all kind. He's got Lizzie Borden fans coming up to him. You know, I've got my people. And, yeah. and something about, like, when we step on that stage, no matter what, the adversity is um, it just comes through and, and the people are reacting and and uh, it's it's just a combination of the guys and then of course the songs and uh, when you have when you have that kind of um, that volatile combination it just you can't help it but uh, think it's going to be successful sure yeah I mean I, you know, I, there's another thing there's another thing that we have we have a trust factor here right and because I know that when we hit the stage, I know I know that Stu is going to be absolutely amazing. I know that Mike is Mike is the secret weapon of the band, by the way, on stage. Yeah. That is insane. He's amazing. He is amazing. Amazing stage performer. Amazing attitude. You know, I know that the, I know that the band's going to be awesome, and you know, I trust the band. I trust my band members, and everybody trusts each other. To you know, we know there's no adversity that we cannot climb over. Yeah. We know that. So, and we've had it. We've experienced adversity. <laughs> you know, that's what brought us in three years from, from the drawing board to where we are now. So, Well, uh, I mean, the, the, there's not a weak link, and that's obvious. Um, right. All right, guys. Well, let's wrap this up. Where can fans get the new album as well as other music and merchandise? Well, it will be in every store um, all across the world. I mean, you know, all in the United States. We've got major distribution through the label and Soul Food and um, all our distribution partners. Um, there'll be links, of course, on the website to get the album and to get the bundle package uh, with the shirt. And um, Facebook is a good portal. <laughs> for everything and I think the pre-order links up there and um, anyone listening to this interview man I this this album is there's 13 songs they're long and uh, they just rock and take it from Brian he can vouch for it it's like contender for album of the year easily I would agree with that totally you will not be disappointed listen thanks to uh, Ross the Boss Freeman and Sean Peck for joining us on the Great Metal Debate Check out Death Dealer's Hollowed Ground, available on October the 2nd. And check out their site also. They've got War Master, the first album, which is awesome. They've got some t-shirts available, some vinyl available. 
Hollowed Ground, Death Dealer, October the 2nd. Thanks, guys. DeathDealer.co. 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 There you go. <laughs> then wait.